0: Joe presents House of Rugby, United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces.
1: Hello and welcome to today's show, House of Rugby URC. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland, proud sponsors of the four Irish provinces. I'm Megan Williams and we have a fantastic show for you today, including highlights from all the URC matches with some massive hits, some fantastic tries and so much more. But before we
2: get into the show, guys, I'd like to introduce our new co-host, Mr. Greg O'Shea. Happy to be here, Jason. (laughs) We've also got a current Ireland international in the studio, Mr. Will Connors. Thanks for having me, guys. I will, guys. Before we get any further, Greg, do you want to address the elephant in the room? <laughs> I
3: know. I'm not looking at my greatest now with this mask. So I just got um, surgery today on my nose. So I'm retired from rugby recently, and I'm getting all my ailments and injuries fixed up. So hence, this is on my face. I'm not looking at my greatest, but look, you just have to deal with me looking like this. <laughs>
1: oh, stop. I've been there, Greg. Like I have the t-shirt, and I think they have actually an old picture we of me been coming been up here on it. Yeah,
3: yeah. You've been there. You've been down that route.
1: Um Yeah, it's so, uh, like, it's a hard one, isn't it? Like
3: yeah. I I think You can't really go to rugby Without breaking your nose yeah. Will has a yeah. dodgy nose There <laughs> As through. a result of not Breaking any nose <laughs> yeah.
0: What about yourself
2: Injury wise like, I mean It's like the walk i inside here But you've got the Achilles problem The knee problem yeah. come along, How are you getting
0: Yeah Coming along grand I'm back running there this week So uh, Not the final hurdle of a jay. I did my knee just that final week of the Six Nations. And then during that, I actually ended up realizing I had a a dodgy Achilles as well. So kind of got that fixed up. So hopefully, hopefully I'm put together fairly well now and ready to rock now in a couple of weeks
2: couple of weeks are you looking to get back. Yeah, in, but I'd
0: say about two months, please, God. That's, that's the good. That's the plan. Well, six weeks, two months, yeah.
2: I promise we're going to get into the URC action soon, but as mm-hmm. we did last week with, uh, with Darren Cave, we want to ask you a few questions. And, you know, we've got some guys in social media chatting to us. Same as last time. Ten questions, Perfect. find out a bit about our guests, see what the crack is. But uh, before we go anywhere, um, speaking of social media, who is this handsome devil?
1: <laughs> oh wow
0: <laughs> that is uh, that's our house dog yeah Ishbin she's a basset hound and uh, yeah well she's looking a bit skinnier there now she's put on a few pounds like myself there since that photo so
1: I'm going to kick us off here Will um, some of your fans from Instagram Erica in particular asked where your nickname came from if you can explain what it is
0: yeah so the nickname Parge uh, it came from school I think <laughs> Lads used to call me because I used to go around with little tin and microwave bloats for <laughs> dinner and stuff. And then I remember, yeah, it kind of came to life when after a game against, uh, it was yeah one of my first games, James Lowe was like, uh, oh yeah, what's a uh, uh, porridge? What's his real name? Uh, the Reserve 7, what's his name, porridge? And then uh, <laughs> Flavin's got a bit of heat and then gave me a, a little a little uh, selection pack of uh, porridge oats. It <laughs> lasted me a week. There's a nice blueberry flavor there and... But sure, that was, uh, the, that, was, that was the most I ever got from the, the lovely nickname. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
3: barely stuck though. Most of the lads would know you as Porridge. Even when you go yeah. to the Sevens team, it's Porridge. Like, yeah,
0: so. I, it's, yeah, it really has stuck. Like the coaches now don't call me porridge or that but like the whole, every kind of team I've been, which has uh, yeah. been pirated all the way through. So. Could definitely have a worse one. Yeah, definitely. It's a funny no, one. It's not really an exciting story to it, but <laughs> nah, <yeah. laughs> I'll have to make something up
3: about yeah. it. <laughs> the next question we have from you is from Tom Ryan, and he wants to know, what would you consider the best game you've ever played is?
0: Best game I've ever played? Like, performance-wise? Like, oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. What one stands out in your memory? It could probably um, be your first cap with it. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think... Yeah, that get my first cap was quite enjoyable against Italy. Um scored like, on debut. Yeah, scored on debut. It was kinda like it was everything went well for me. Uh, another game that stands out, I remember we played down at and Park. Um, I remember one of my best mates, Ron Osborne, who now is Whitmonster, got a start there and I just remember like that game, like he was all nervous and he ended up having a cracking game. I was happy with how it went, won down at and like all my mates from school were down there. I remember that was just another special game, like, you know, it's like. Speed monster yeah, and things exactly, yeah. yeah. like Yeah, like, it's a, it's not, not done that often. And like to share the field with one of your best mates and for him to have such a cracking game as well. It was just, that was a standout for me as well. Yeah.
2: A, two good good. One. Uh, Conal Whelan, Conal, Conal Whelan, and I quote, wants to know, how the hell is your tackle technique so good and who has been your hardest opponent to tackle?
0: <sighs> yeah, I, I think, Unfortunately I've been struck with a few injuries, so during that time you're able to kind of brush up on those bits. Through school it was always a big thing, like uh Noel Mack was big on pushing our tackle tech then and Hugh Hogan and Leinster. Um I think yeah, unfortunately, like I said, it's it's the injury where you get a lot of time to go through those reps. And to be honest, uh the toughest person to tackle I'd say cutsey. Geez, that's uh, that's that wasn't a nice one. <laughs> big boy, <point, laughs> still running down the shoulders. But yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> Will you're known for being a specialist chop tackler? Mm. Is this something that you've just been working on over the last few years? I don't know. It, it's, from it's, a young age, it was uh, nickname, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, like like even in school, like because lads, whenever we talk about like school rugby and stuff, like they wouldn't have they like I was good at tackling or whatever back then, mm. but like. My ball handling ability and stuff is things they would have remembered me for. And then I think, uh, I suppose when I moved into the more professional setup, I had, like, when you're playing with lads like Max Deegan and James Ryan, these lads, I suppose you have to find your niche somewhere else. So (laughs) uh, that's where that kind of came to life. But yeah, it's it's a, a nice trait to have, but yeah, I suppose it's trying to push your game, push the boundaries a bit and be a bit more expansive and, like, carrying and everything
1: yeah oh mm-hmm. amazing well we have a music question for me for you from the space clinics and um, that's the interesting account name on instagram i think they follow you and um, they know you have a big interest in records and mm-hmm. they were asking what your favorite vinyl um, song is at the moment
0: yeah i, I kind of yeah i vary between kind of i go between christy moore is probably my big one at the moment uh kind of on the road there's some good albums there um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker is kind of greatest hits. I like to show that on, uh, to be honest, I, I vary between a lot of stuff and then I great have lots of, yeah, <laughs> then I have a bit of disco Fantastic. and stuff as well. So, you know, it's a big collection to, to get through. Do you listen to the Dermot Kennedy one I gave you? Yeah. In <laughs> fairness, Greg actually gave me some great, uh, what's the other lad? Um, Sam Fender. Yeah. You gave me one there as well. Yeah, you I did. lovely. Yeah, so that yeah, was sounding. my boy, <laughs> Yeah, looking after me. Yeah. <laughs> looking after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: This next question's from me. So obviously Leinster have a conveyor belt of unbelievable back rowers. We've Josh van der Fleer, we've Scott Penny, we've Levy back, and obviously yourself coming back soon. What's that like in training, having all those unbelievable back rowers and does that impact on training? Are you all going up against each other or is there a friendly camaraderie there? Uh,
0: friendly, I suppose, after pitch, but to be honest, we haven't really all been on the pitch at the same time, unfortunately. Between us all, we've had our fair share of injuries. But I think, yeah, when it's on the pitch uh, and training and stuff, there is a bit of bite to it. Um, all of us fighting to get that jersey. Mm-hmm. So, like at the end of the day, I suppose you want the, the best lad out there. But uh, off the pitch, we're all good mates. Like, we all get on well. All interesting characters, so.
3: Yeah, but that's yeah. probably why Linster back is so good. Because you just have such good training sessions, I'd say. And you're just the best person plays in the weekend then
0: exactly yeah. and <clears throat> we all have our own kind of strengths so like i'd like to think that like depending on the game they'd roll out whoever's strongest for that and yeah. what did play them to their strengths but yeah i think from personality points of view like i think to be a seven you have to be a bit odd and a bit mad so mm-hmm. uh the the four of us are quite quirky so we all get on well <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's fair enough um back to social media for the next one uh len carmody over on facebook Interesting mm-hmm. question here, I think. Um, do you think that there needs to be a reintroduction of an Ireland A team to give younger squad players a chance, Spe- especially because the league isn't going ahead this year during the Six Nations with the URC being, being changed around? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? Is, is it something we should look at?
0: Yeah, like, I think it'd be... I definitely think there'd be a place for it. Um, exactly like you said, because the games aren't going ahead and there's... Even when you look at kind of A rugby and stuff, there's not too many games being played, so... What is it? There's gonna be six weeks off during that period. So Long time. I, I definitely think there's there's a place for for uh, an Irish A game or something to yeah. go ahead. What was the last one they had? Was it off in Romania or something? I and think
2: so. Yeah, it's been a good few years if back If you look at some, yeah, some of the
0: players that came through that, like i I remember like Brian Bernard and Levy all these lads and it's definitely just a really good exposure and even to meet coaches and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if that doesn't go ahead, do you, like, do you think, oh, you maybe should go back and play some AL games during that period?
0: Yeah, I think, uh and there already has been, lads kind of uh, going through the AL now as well. So I definitely think it's trying to push the club game as hard as they can because there's a lot of players, like, you look at people like Barry Daly and stuff that have come from the likes of UCD, From and the only way these clubs get better is kind of Bringing down lads from the professional setups, and that's, I suppose, the best way to grow the game. Yeah,
1: that's definitely. You've been um, really sporty and into, you know, rugby GAA mm-hmm. from a really young age, growing up in Kildare. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about bit about your background in the GAA? Where yeah, did you play.
0: Yeah, so I played with a small club at uh, my local club, Kappa. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't, we weren't that strong a club, but a really good community. Um, I think like everyone kind of knew each other there, and. Uh, like everyone from my primary school played football. That was kind of, that was uh, That's where everyone went. Rugby was nearly secondary to that. So like I'd, I'd say the last game of football I played was probably around four or five years ago for the seconds team down there, um, just a bit of fitness. But like I remember playing against lads that they mm-hmm. would have been. I'd say they're in their forties, forty-five. But they would have been like inter-county players at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll run around with these lads, and <laughs> they absolutely made a. a made a mess of me like sure these lads they're so on um, point with the game they yeah. know how well it flows they know that the ball is going to end up over there you're there running around like a headless chicken but <laughs> it's a it's a, a lovely game and to be honest uh, I'll definitely go back playing from our local club whenever I get the chance
1: because you nice. live not too far from Carter's house and yeah. I was reading about uh, when you were a young boy you used to go up there to see the Irish lads play yeah. and uh, were you a water boy or? <laughs> no we,
0: <laughs> we, went, we went up there one time and uh, Ralla was nice enough to let us uh, go out and pick up the cones after so I don't know is that uh, it, for us it was great but I suppose uh, he got a, he got off a bit of work <laughs> 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 Typical Rella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: The next question is from Facebook a guy called yeah. Patrick Cahill wants to know about your uh, lustrous sevens career and you, <laughs> oh, he was lucky enough to play with you for a while um, and a lot of guys have come through the sevens like yourself uh, we have Hugo Keenan uh-huh. uh, Shane Daly but what I want to know from you being a forward what did you take from playing sevens into the 15s that's really helped you to get into
0: the r15s team now yeah i definitely think confidence on the ball because you do get like you're every time you're on the ball you're in a big acre of space and i suppose like things like passing and stuff you just get more confidence a lot more time on the ball and even things around the breakdown like in seven minutes of a game like uh in a half the amount of actions you can get trying to go for a poach and stuff you just get so many more exposures than you would i think at kind of like 15s where the game might be a stop start and stuff and sevens it's flat out you're at that mm-hmm. like you're absolutely exhausted the entire time and you're having to work at that level the whole time so they were the little bits you kind of take from it but to be honest I you know yourself. I spent my time literally looking <laughs> at lads' arses. Them running past me as they're stretching out, <laughs> jumping down. Like it was, it was tough when you're slow and lanky. But <laughs> yeah, no,
3: you were good, man. I know you scored a good few tries, but you'd always catch someone in a tackle, and that was it. Uh, yeah,
0: no, but do you ever think you'd go back and play sevens? Uh, I don't know if I'd have the capability to. I think, I think uh, with the old Achilles and stuff, I probably wouldn't be able to last last the pace. But <laughs> I actually, I remember the first. Do you remember that tournament over in Scotland? Um, yeah, Melrose. I Remember my first action of a game. I remember I caught a kickoff, and you were there on my on my shoulder. We had a little like, little link up. That was my first yeah. exposure to seven. So you popped it off you, to me. You, yeah, <laughs> you were there from day one. I <laughs> uh,
2: will uh, we'll look back on that big breakthrough season you had before you got mm. that injury in the Six Nations. I think for a lot of people, you were showing Lions form, and mm. I, I think you, you know. You, a lot of people said that. And people think that's the case. Um, like, were you? Did you ever get a call off Caitlin? Were you lucky enough to be one of the fifty-something people that took the photo during the tournament, just in case you yeah. got the call
0: up? No, I we I actually uh, I didn't get a call or anything, okay. and it wasn't in that extended squad. Um, got a photo, but that was the whole squad got it. Like everyone got the photo, so I got Sean's jersey for <laughs> for a second, which is nice. But uh, no, yeah, I think it was at the time when I was playing. It was more in reflection. Uh, kind of looking back my season I definitely thought if I'd kind of strung a few more games together I would have I would have liked to have thought I would have been in around in a round of chance but um, I think that's unfortunately the way with injuries and stuff yeah. like
2: mm. it's obviously an ambition of yours I mean like at your age yeah. you've got what, at least two tours
0: left in you hopefully please God mm-hmm. now yeah. if the old body can hold up
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, another question is about your pre-match nerves like do you have any um, is there any way that you deal with them like you're going to be nervous when you come back
0: yeah, like that. Def- I think if you weren't nervous for the games, that uh, you'd be worried because I think nerves is kind of a sign that it means something to you. Um, but like to deal with them, I was like, I tried those things like rescue remedy, but I couldn't buy into it. It just, it didn't do it for me. Like even my pre-match meal, I wouldn't really eat during the day. I eat, mm-hmm. um, I'd eat weed a bit, you know, the little mini Weedabix with chocolate in them. Yeah. <laughs> that That's all I'd fuel myself on. Like, yeah. and to be honest, fine. I just, I I do I will get very nervous, uh, but I think once you get onto the pitch, if you like, it just kind of fades away for me. I just mm-hmm. kind of go into that kind of state. Everything kind of rolls into itself. So it's more the day of like even a late kickoff. I remember we we're playing France um, during the yeah the first Six Nations this year and like the game was at like nine o'clock and I was sitting around all day. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. Torture. (laughs) It's a privilege to be there and you love being there, but at the time you're like, oh my God, when's this going to start? Yeah, I just remember
1: when I played, we were in France and Mm. it was actually my first cap yeah. and they were not kicking off till 10 o'clock
0: it's crazy and
1: I was the same and uh, we were only laughing about me drinking Red Bull but I was like yeah. high as a kite on my fourth <laughs> Red Bull which by 10 oh o'clock I was yeah. very yeah. Into, like <laughs>
0: I'd be in bed by 10 like.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we didn't get high back to the hotel by about 1, 2 o'clock it's crazy and,
0: disgusting yeah. different it's disgusting.
3: game mm. but that's a different thing with 7's then obviously you played 7's yeah. for a bit it's a, there's 3 games a day you played 7's mm. a bit yeah. as well that's that's it's, the, it's the emotional roller coaster? like oh you come up God. for a game then you have to relax for 2 hours and you come up for a game you have to relax so it's just the mental side of sport mm. that people yeah. don't realize, like,
1: yeah, 100%. Yeah. I would have naps in between games. My nickname used to be Sloth Meg because I used to just always have naps between each of the games.
0: Sloth Meg, yeah, okay. <laughs> anything
1: to get the energy back yeah. up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But the
0: caffeine hit off those, so like, you know, you've done those three mm-hmm. games, and for me, I'd only get on for two minutes. Three minute madness, I used to call myself because I'd only come on for the very end when it was over. But like, I'd be there slapping loads of caffeine yeah. and stuff, and then I'd be there at night time, literally looking at the like just yeah, you just couldn't then, sleep and then you have to play nursery games the next day yeah. oh class
1: yeah. <laughs> people would be really surprised at like what you eat before matches like yeah. we would have chocolate buns like croissants yeah. you know sweets jellies like no meals because like you said you're so nervous before can, the games yeah, 100%, to eat 100 yeah. um,
2: yeah. just any bit of energy you can get into it yeah. is to get you going and get you over the line like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> brilliant 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 great stuff
3: Will thanks so much for answering all those questions and being good crack But now let's get to the URC. There was another exciting weekend of action we have to get through. First, let's start with a look at who had a great weekend.
1: I'm going to start us off with Ulster, who beat Benetton 28-8, a Kings fan. A really great uh, match from them. You know, 3-3, Greg, what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, Ulster played very well. First of all, we need to acknowledge Rob Herring, which is a 200-game unbelievable that availability and he's still playing at the top and he scored a try as well got, a try, got one disallowed
2: and scored another so yeah
3: so he's still playing at the top of his game after 200 games so yeah. congratulations to you rob but also another uh, outstanding player was nathan doke Um, he was kicking he was scoring tries he was doing everything and we I think we have his first have, try here yeah, his first
2: try here where, uh, yeah.
3: he linked up with uh david mccann and finished yeah. it off nicely so what you make of him will do you think he's a good prospect
0: Yeah, I'd say lads up north are gonna be excited about him. He's young, he seems like he's the full package. Like even in that try there, like you want your nine running those lines and that's (laughs) nearly an instinctive thing. You see him see him coming up here. It's just yeah, good lines are running. Looks, looks solid. Still only 19 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Coach
1: McFarland, um, you know, describing him as a really cool, confident, collective player. And he's really showing it here in these clips.
3: Yep. Yeah, but he I must know, be really confident that he's, he's got nearly all his kicks, I think, and he was hitting them from the touchline. So um, he definitely is a one for the future, I think. Yeah,
2: but a doubt. Uh, Craig Gilroy then as well, closing in on the uh, league tricecorer. record, record. not there's only 10 tries away now at this stage. Mm. Good player. I mean, that's... We <laughs> me. do I have to try come up here. Here we go.
0: Yeah, he wanted that very nicely, didn't he? Yeah, like, especially with that, like, maybe it wasn't the right decision for Billy to kick it, but yeah. you see Gilroy, he makes it the right decision by, yeah. you know, making, like, getting in there, again on the ball, and it's a great try, yeah. but, like, that could have gone either way. That could have been the other end of the pitch that had not gone right, but and that's like just, Quite
1: yeah. a lucky kind of kick, didn't it? Yeah. Bit of a random one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nick Timoney's looking very
2: good yeah. this year as well,
1: isn't he? I mean, do you, you play with him I mean, at Leinster, did you?
0: Yeah, he uh, he would have been a year above me, kind of through the underage setup. Uh He's a yeah, he's big, strong man, really quick. Played through the seven system as well, I think. Uh, he, he,
2: did, had, yeah. he
0: had that yard of pace I never had, so. Um, but no, he, yeah, he's looking very good this year as well.
2: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Oh, they also looking well this year, to be yeah, fair.
1: some mm. of the other wins as well. Look at Leinster. Mm. You know, it was a much better start from them this week, Um You know, a bit of a shaky, shaky week. We didn't get to talk about it last week because they were playing when we were recording. Mm. Um, But they were kind of saying they had a bit of a lack of, you know, someone taking control of the game. It was Mm. great to see Sexton back. What are your thoughts on the match?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a great turnaround. I think lads trained well all week. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, I think, yeah, you're always guaranteed that with Sexton. So he's going to come on and make those big plays. He's just... That's the kind of player he is. He he can control the ship. and like Harry as well. Like Harry had a good game just and he was unlucky to come off with that. Like it was a big hit Um, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. Zebra were hitting hard. Um, Like there was a few instances where they were getting big hits and so like it wasn't an an easy game at all. But I think lads to come out that kind of scoreline was was very good.
1: I know poor zebras losing out again forty three seven. Like they seem to be. So as the underdogs of the tournament, aren't they? Do you think mm. they're going to be a bit more, you know, I suppose a bit better coming on to the, for the next match? Or do you think they're tired?
0: They got that good. They got a good win at the very start of the championship mm. against the Lions, and I think uh, they definitely like even saw in the game they have that fight. Even their try, like it was a great finish. I, I think they, they you'd be you'd be a fool as a team to write them off because I think they they have a lot of fight in them. They have the players there to turn a game around, so.
3: Yeah, coming up against Leinster as well. Leinster, mm. probably the best in Europe. Um, but I think Italian rugby's coming on as a whole. Like, Benetton are doing all right. Zebra yeah. doing all right. Yeah. As you mentioned there, Bruno's try at the end there for Zebra was incredible. So, mm. just mm. tough coming up against Leinster. Definitely. Um, who have a conveyor belt of unbelievable players. And a few of them actually returned at the weekend. We had Adam Byrne, who's back after two seasons out nearly. We had Devin Toner, Larmer. And um, what you make of all the boys coming back?
0: Yeah, like I suppose the highlight there is that's Like I think as a... Uh, as injuries go, he's had a horrific run of it, and you could even see what it meant to him to to get in for that first try. What it meant to everyone—like even I was in the stands there, and we were all, everyone was just over the moon. Like when you when you see someone in the gym that long rehab, and it's just tough, especially when he's such a good lad, and you just want the best for him. So I think there was a real nice image of him and his mum having a moment after, and that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. it's those moments that you, that you get to share, and you know being part of a squad with him like that is, is special in its own way.
3: Yeah, I saw that when he scored his first try, the camera pans and everyone's running in. Yeah. And you see proper smiles and faces like Jimmy O'Brien is there yeah. and other forwards are running over to give him a hug. So you must have really good. really good try here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just here now. Watch everyone running in, smiles and faces, delighted. So That's yeah. Just shows about. you such a nice team bond there as well in Leinster.
0: He's obviously a popular figure, is he? Yeah, he is. And he's, he wouldn't be the loudest figure. He kind of goes about his own work and gets it done. But like... Um, everyone's interaction with him is always you always have great crack at him he's a really good lad and I think like you said it's genuine when you see lads running in like that and even all of us up in the stands we were like absolutely over the moon from him so mm-hmm. no it's, uh, he's a great lad and I was only delighted for him to-
2: What about Sexton then as well like when off the bench player of the match but go, go back to that again I mean he's played more minutes in the in the first three games than he played in the entire domestic season last year I'd say has he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's not used to it at all but he's playing well Ah he's just he, he's some player like I think uh he he's in a, a good run of form at the moment, and you love to see it. And um, I think even as a captain in the club, like he's mm-hmm. he really gets the best out of us. Um, he's a great leader, and even you can see in the game like how he he comes on. And if you even look back at the preseason game um, against Harlequins, like how much it means to him to be playing in these games. Like he, he's said it before, like to be in a change room with a bunch of lads like that playing for either Ireland or Ireland or Leinster it's a privilege you know you don't know it could be your last time putting on the jersey and you can really see him live live his own words and doing that Mm -hmm. every game he plays his passion Mm -hmm. and like people always I suppose critics say like you may see the bad side of it sometimes Mm -hmm. but that's for us like that's just his emotion like he really plays with his heart on his sleeve and that's the best thing about him I think.
2: Um, shown? No sign of slowing down though really is he no. like I mean he's looking like he could be the Tom Brady of rugby I mean, yeah. do you see him what is he 37 now is he? 36 36, uh, 36 yeah, pushing yeah, on 37 I mean yeah. he definitely, he's definitely he can still play at level I would say for another couple of seasons mm. at least 100% yeah. and
3: a, a question I had myself was about training with Johnny Section what's he like at training is he really intense or is, does he help the young fellas out or what's he like in the in the training pitch
0: no I think it's like a, his intensity is like a turn, like you know he's always demanding really high standards so like it'd be he may like he'll he'll question you he'll be like why i don't know why'd you make that decision say if you rush out of line and um you may make a mistake or something he'll he'll address it on the pitch and he'll be like what like because that's where you're thinking in those moments that's where you're like instead of going back after where you've had a bit of time in the video review to be like oh yeah make up some stupid excuse but he'll in fairness he'll address it on the pitch and he'll be like why why are you doing that and he'll just be like i don't know <laughs> and <just> began, yeah. <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. you, <laughs> you've had a few run-ins yeah. in exactly him, so. <laughs> <laughs> i suppose as a seven yeah you're, you end up being in that 10 channel a bit so yeah i've uh, i've had good and bad run-ins with him but no um no that, i think it's it's just honest feedback the
1: whole time. Yeah. yeah we had uh devon back as well is he yeah. a good leader in the pack that you've yeah. been missing is he, was his first game back
0: Toner well, first came back, so Toner and yeah, Lamar yeah,
1: yeah, came yeah. back. As a yeah, yeah. a lot, of, lot of players coming back over the weekend. Yeah, and like? What's
0: he, like? Yeah, he seems Dev, like, like a big, he, friendly giant. <laughs> uh, he's a great lad, actually. You now he's, uh, he, again, quite quiet around the change rooms mm-hmm. and stuff, but like you, ha- you have really good chats with him. He's a really nice lad. He's actually from my home club, Norkel, there, so I kind of oh, really? had that kind of, I suppose, that familiarity with him yeah. coming into the club. Um, so, like, Dev, he's just... He's a big friendly giant and like it's mm-hmm. not like I, that's what people kind of say about him outside the club. But even in there, like he's just always a good lad, always has a smile on his face and um, like he's been in excellent form for such a long period mm-hmm. of time. Yeah. Look, he's
2: a veteran of the game. Anyway, Look, yeah. moving on, uh, moving on to the Ospreys game. This game was obviously the, the Sharks beat the Ospreys, but the big thought point one of this game was the two drop goals that came as a result of the new uh, goal line dropout. Look, that law la rule—if you want to call it. And come as long as he can, oh, no, up to more or less oh, half away. Long drop goal by Chamberlain.
0: Very—he knew the moment he struck it. He just simply
2: turned
1: away from the post and said that will do we are all square Chamberlain um, had a great kicking game
3: this is like a, a full on cheat code like yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable
2: as you were saying back to start like that's something a lot of teams are going to start utilizing yeah. you've got a good kicker yeah. in your What I felt users.
3: mad about this is that Anscombe kicked it to him again the second time yeah. <laughs> why <laughs> no? are you kicking him the ball I
1: love when he catches it here and then he sets himself up for it but then he doesn't even um, you know watch Maybe. the go- see it go over he just turns his back and he's boatman. like yes I have it so much
3: This is it They kick it to him again Like don't kick him the ball (laughs) He's obviously Just done so much training And and practiced that A million times That's a a
2: tough thing That's a tough thing to do They seem to
1: have um, Ospreys on the back foot A lot During that Mm. game With the kick in They were putting That that young winger The 14 Under a lot of pressure And he did make A couple of mistakes Um, Alan Wynne-Jones Was back After Lions duty. He, yeah. was, he made a big impact and he's one of my favourite players. Yeah. So it was great to see him back in the good field. See, good
2: to see this afternoon getting the win, though, as well. It's good to see him getting the win. But uh, yeah, yeah, onto, the, onto the, our poor Connacht after, after last week. They were so good last week, but just couldn't do it against the Dragons. Yeah. Um, tough game for them. The 35 22 loss in the end. We got the first try coming up here.
3: Like, yeah, the Dragons were good. This guy Jordan Williams was uh, was on fire. They've been talking about him a lot in Wales, but I think he's he's really shown
0: what he's about there. What do yeah, you make I
3: mean, of uh Connick's performance, Will? Yeah, like I think
0: like the talking point would be how strong Dragons were really, I think, because mm-hmm. like you said, like we'd always see those lads like Jonah Holmes and even their back row, like you have Wainwright and stuff, like they're they're tough like they're tough players, they're gonna make things happen and um I think they after last week, definitely against us. They probably felt like they should have won that game so yeah like going to the sports ground it's not an easy place to go like uh we've been there plenty of times and being you know walked away and with a terrible result but like yeah. mm. you see here they they in fairness kept in it they kept after it and yeah. uh i'd say conic could be disappointed themselves but no all credit to dragons there will, be,
2: there will be. It was a bit of a back and forth game. They started well, like they were in the game. They were out of the game. They lost Marmion just before kick off, and you're losing an early international air, but you're also lo- losing the fact that you could bring Blade off the bench as he's an yeah. nice impact. So in the last twenty minutes to bring the pace back up, they didn't have that because they had to start with him.
0: Big ball carriers
1: on it, or will They put some width and speed and tempo over the top. Hanson now dances around three players and he's in again. And Connacht are right
2: back in the match now. But uh, I Mac, Mac Hansen was good again. You have another great try. So except three, three guys oh in the God corner. <laughs> Absolute, another worldy.
3: Yeah, he's on fire, and he's actually Irish eligible, I believe. Yeah, not So yep, um, yep. great to have him playing week in, week out, and scoring ridiculous tries like this. He scored a, a lovely one last week down the wing, and then uh showing his uh, fancy feet from the seven series. Yeah. Here he beats three people. He didn't even need oh, to. <laughs>
2: That's yeah. serious. But,
3: uh, Jack Carty would have been delighted with him there now, making it a little bit easier to kick. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Connacht definitely have something brewing over there in the mm. sports ground. They, they played very well last week. Obviously, they were off the money this week, but um, I'd say keep an eye on them.
0: Like, they, they're going very well. Yeah. I think
2: yeah. they a good side. Do you think? What do you think, Connacht? Like, do you see them going somewhere this
0: year? Yeah, like look, you can never take like mm. we've gone there plenty of times, and like even last year, look at uh, when we were playing and we lost. Like, it's an unbelievably tough game. Like, they're full of passion, really good players. Mm. Um, like even Connor Oliver, these lads are like they're tough players to play against and yep. um yeah like i like you said i think they they probably offer a lot this year again. They have a
1: lot of yeah. like strength and depth still coming into the squad. Do you know, Van mm-hmm. hasn't come back yet, yeah. and yeah. he's probably going to slot in really nicely too. Yeah,
3: but yeah. the centre partnership of Tom Farrell and mm. Tom Daly—they're yeah. both playing very well.
1: Yeah,
2: so just need to be more consistent at the end yeah. of the day. That's what it is. That's what's killing Colin yeah. at the moment. They're they're brilliant one week and then they're kind of a little bit off the next. And if yeah. they can just get a bit of consistency going, yeah. they have a good squad. They have, they have a good coach. They've right. got everything there in place to be a good team.
0: Yeah, like no? I think the four clubs at the moment—it's probably the most competitive it's been years. Like I think there's. There'll be a good enterprise gone. I'd like, there won't Definitely. be any easy games.
2: Without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, we we'll move on, so, to the Glasgow game. Narrow 13 9 victory against the Lions, their mm-hmm. South African team. But the big thing about that game was the uh, Jimmy Batty try that was not a try.
3: An angle off Dobby's pass. Glasgow looking to start this match like they did back last back week back. against the Sharks. Dobby. Batty.
2: poor ref, ref you go, slipped you, you have a look you'll see that the ball has never grounded the ball is over near the try line
1: I think the uh, ref maybe just panics a little bit yeah. and just rewarded it because he slipped yeah
0: look, he's uh, also with such confidence yeah <laughs> that's the that to make it uh, why doesn't
1: seem he come something. to see him all
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I think for me the most disappointing bit about it is it's because it's so early on in the game the, they feel like there's no point bringing the TMO into the game that yeah. early because mm-hmm. they they feel like it'll play out, it'll shape out in a different way. But like that's the thing, there was very little scores after this, it's and it ended up, being, is game, yeah? ended up being the defining score. So like, I definitely think if the availability of the TMO is there, it needs to be taken in hand. And even if it's early on, because like we were talking about earlier with that Italy Ireland Italy game, like early try. Um, disallowed our memory and Henderson gone over and it just wasn't given, it was a try and Italy mm-hmm. just went off and played and I think it is, they're just not harnessing, I suppose, the TMO early yeah. on. If it's yeah.
3: there, you might as well use it. Like That's, yeah. that's the whole reason behind it. And you, can, you can't just be presuming that scores are going to happen in the game. So you yeah. saw in that Edinburgh game on the weekend, it was twenty twenty 20 at half time and there wasn't a score for the whole second half. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah hopefully they'll they learn from that and, and they'll use the TMO from now on. Yeah. 100%.
2: Excellent, excellent, excellent.
3: Yeah. All right, now let's discuss our nominations for Try the Weekend.
2: So, first up from the Leinster game, we've got Sexta. Adam
3: Burns' first try.
0: Burn. Welcome back, Mr. Have
3: seen us already? First try, try back, yeah. Amazing. Two seasons out, I think he was out for a will, wasn't it? Gets yeah. Over- no, corner, I think it was something like that, so. That's
1: nah, us
2: good
3: finish.
1: Ah, the lads is delighted for him.
3: Yeah, yeah it's the kind of context around that, isn't it, as well?
2: Yeah. yeah. It's a lovely yeah. linchade here. Look, a lovely little switch back
0: in. Lovely. That's a
2: beautiful pass. Ed
0: burn with a lovely, lovely pass there in the middle as well. That's lovely.
2: Yeah, the little dillard switch back yeah. in from burn is lovely.
0: The
2: second try is, yep.
1: is Nathan Dykes' right. try in the Ulster game. Two no
3: There's
1: another oh. offside
3: advantage of
0: here oh. to Ulster.
1: Bacan, 10 has he the pace to
0: get to the line? The teenage Scrum half busts through the Benetton defence and scores Ulster's second yeah, try.
3: That's
1: Really
0: simple.
3: Great finish. Like he wasn't anywhere near the line when he got the ball back off uh, McCann. Yeah. Serious finish.
2: Yeah, That just shows you like, you've got to be running those support lines inside. Yeah. Every good nine should be doing yeah. that.
3: But yeah, lovely line from McCann, I suppose. Mm. Lovely interplay here again, very similar to the Leinster try actually with the, yeah. with the interplay with
2: um, It's
3: an excellent
2: try. Great try. A little turn of pace to get away from the defence initially. Yeah,
0: Trez will be disappointed defensively, I suppose, see that see shooter. But for right the the also, they have to take that space.
1: Lovely yeah. support as well. Oh, this is my
2: favourite try. This is Darty Graham try good in the Edinburgh game.
1: No matter, Van der Vaart. oh on a short goal. He's got a man on his shoulder.
2: he running onto that loose ball? It's the electric Darcy Graham.
3: Only two minutes into the game as well. Yeah, look for this. Look
2: look, 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 look for the, the dummy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Good. And. Oh, there. For it. Oh, do you want a receipt with that? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. Soul down the river.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Darcy Graham just can't stop scoring, can he? he's yeah, a
2: fantastic player. He's a superstar.
3: They came him off his right wing there to get that ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, just work can't,
2: right? I can't get over that dummy though, It's all so good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's an excellent <laughs> try. I don't know about you guys, but that's my that's yeah. my try to weekend. What do you think?
3: yeah it's pretty good no it's um, that was more so like the, the it was a skill of the dummy like selling the dummy where I felt the other two tries were kind of team plays Yeah. yeah. Mm, so yep. I, I for them for the team kind of plays but you're going for the old showboat I'm going for the, the showboat I'm
1: going to say Adam's I think it was just great <laughs> yeah. his first try back and right,
3: so great so to see I'm going to <laughs> go yeah. for the interplay
0: Adam Byrne of <laughs> uh, the, the Byrne brothers yeah exactly yeah Eddie yeah. with a little bit of interplay there
2: okay, there you go there's our try of the week let's yeah. Not a bad, uh, not a bad week for Adam Byrne. Try yeah. of the week, two tries. Right, so guys, onto my favourite award, the jukebox of the week. Up first, we've got this hit on uh, Ospreys, Dan Evans by uh, Jeremy by War from Sharks. And look at this! For oh, it's
1: such a shame yeah, he dropped that ball. Oh,
2: here we go. Look at this. It's a bit needless oh. and a bit late.
3: <laughs> That's late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fractional.
2: <laughs> Fractional. Four the extra kind push the on depending. the ground,
0: then. Yeah, and we got the all handbags. I think the attack though before that, like it would have been an incredible try in fairness. It would have been, yeah. and Pienaar doing his thing. It's the mystery oh, moments, the mystery moments. Oh. You've
2: been on the end of one of them, will <laughs> <laughs> you? Or, yeah. or the, which side, yeah. <laughs> 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 giving yeah. it or receiving it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hit at the path. end. Yeah. It's Lovely. Nine.
1: The next um, is Antonio Rizzi's hit on Johnny Sexton. The zebra the out half actually ended up getting a yellow card after this one. Huge
0: hit. For legs up in the air, was Yeah,
1: he? Sexton doesn't look happy.
0: Yeah, dirty play.
3: not
2: it?
1: He's complaining
0: again. I just saw
2: great James Ryan is laughing in the background. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the hit on Jamie Osborne in this game, which was Something clean enough, though. Yeah, that
1: was really late. That's a big hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one now, now
0: out, to me, is that's just
1: yeah. Sometimes you that's just up.
0: standard fuel. you
2: isn't <laughs> it? Well, no that's just <laughs> that's, that's,
0: right. that's illegal that's,
1: but that's what Johnny Sexton does well he's so head. square he and his kicks that, that, that you wouldn't think system. he was going to pass it Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, with
2: he doesn't need to, to lift him up there
3: about the mm. he doesn't no. need to and last but not least is Duplessis here, here in Rhys Priestland, oh,
0: and he's the one carrying so the ball <laughs> Unbelievable! This has been playing for years shoulder.
3: and he's still uh, knocking it's fellas on. over like that. I'm going to
0: say is he 38 or 39? 37. 37, 37 right.
2: going on 38. Like I mean, yeah. Yeah. he's won a World Cup back in what was what was seven with the box, yeah. like, and he's playing that long. I mean, yeah. he's still going out absolutely mashing fellas. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. great to see. Yeah. <laughs> he gets my he gets
3: my vote for jukebox of the week anyway. you know, He gets Carrey my vote too. Anyway. I
2: think so. Yeah. What do you think? Same. So there's our jukebox of the week, guys.
1: Now we're going to have a look at some other standout moments. Here's one from Andrew Timbo on the commentary. It's quite a funny one.
0: I love this one. It's very it looks good. Looks like a ginger version of a South African nine that we've been used to for years. What's <laughs> that? here. It's been a Was few decent on? ones. Okay. The ginger so, peanut. I'm talking
3: about. You have an option. I love the way he came back and confirmed what he yeah. was talking about. there.
2: <laughs> Just for
3: people that didn't know, it was ginger peanut. I wonder where that yeah. catch on the ginger
2: peanut. That's a, good yeah. <laughs> like it's a Better know. one than pirate yeah. yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Another standout moment for me was from the Ulster game as well when Nathan Doak chipped through. Yeah, that's
0: that's a yeah. tough skill. If yeah. people don't
2: realise that, what what he had to do there, like to kick the ball on the run at that pace, yeah. it's a tough skill to do. Like, once again, well, I think people are sick of a salt and dog at this stage, but he's yeah. a level player. Well, he, really good
3: he's a star player at the moment, like two weeks in a row, and he yeah. seems to be doing everything. I'm very impressed with him. Obviously, yeah. it's early in the season now, but yeah. uh, a big prospect for me.
2: 19 years of age. Um, moment I thought was really good over the weekend. I don't know if you spotted this guy's in the. Um Cardiff and Bulls game, so obviously the, the Bulls beat Cardiff, great win for them. That's two wins for the African sides over the weekend. But uh, the Sharks players were actually in the stands because they're due to play Cardiff soon. So they actually um, post-match came on, congratulated them and it was just kind of a nice at home yeah, yeah. because it's been tough for us at African sides. The, the opening two rounds, so it, it's nice to have that bit of camaraderie there, I suppose, between them. And
1: you know? It's a big thing for the South Africans to um, so show the schoolboys rugby like their manners yeah. and you know greeting them after the matches is really important to them it just yeah. shows oh, great class doesn't it? It's good to see it's yeah. good to see but
2: yeah. look I think you're sick of us
1: all this age will you?
0: <laughs> yeah look it's been great being us. thanks for having me guys Yeah
1: you've been great fun thanks yeah. so much for joining us yeah, and Thanks
0: for coming in Will yeah, We're you back
3: Now let's have a look at social media and see what you guys thought of the weekend's action
1: A funny tweet here from uh, Karma Girl about Johnny Sexton <laughs> Johnny Sexton comes on after 20 minutes and scoops the player of the match I'm not sure whether uh, the, the name of the, the girl is funnier than that yeah. between
2: <laughs> oh, but it's true though talented, brilliant, incredible I mean we've been saying this for long enough like we're sick of saying it he's so far ahead of every other 10 in the country at the moment that it's 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 a problem mm-hmm. Yeah. but it is great to see him as we said earlier on excelling at this stage but in the long term we do need to look at bringing someone up I and mean, we need to we need to close that gap well that's because- it he's
3: been the number one choice 10 in the country for what, the bones of a decade now and there's so many fellas at that second level like you have your Joy Carberry you have Jack Carty you have the Byrne brothers Yeah, so many fellas there Who's to really- players Yeah, great players, Mm -hmm. but are they Johnny Sexton's level? No, No, they're not yet. So it's going to be interesting to see that battle. Who's going to take Johnny's jersey in the years to come.
2: Uh, CJ Stander had a bit of fun with us over on Instagram. I spotted this myself and I was like, what's going on here? So he put up a story. First of all, he's at uh, at his old team, the Bulls, (laughs) saying, I'm back. And then the next one then, he's they won't let him in. But uh, yeah. thankfully, he put up a follow-up clip that uh, we don't have here. Unfortunately, you'll see it on his Instagram. Just saying he was joking. So he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's going to stay retired. And yeah. Munster fans don't have to worry, guys. Standards. He's staying retired, okay? Because he wouldn't
3: be that active on social media. So that really caused <laughs> a stir now at Monster fans. No, <laughs> oh, they weren't
2: happy. They weren't, happy. They weren't another,
3: happy. Another funny thing I saw on social media were the Dragons fans getting very excited about beating Connacht. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so here we have uh, Jamie Phillips saying Dragons first win of the season in a place where we haven't won in 17 years a bonus point win uh, fair play to the Dragons Do you know what I think it was 2004 was their first win Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so now it's uh, I'm actually happy for them obviously Sad to see Connick losing, but I'm happy for the Dragons playing well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, without a doubt.
1: I've seen this one as well. I'm not sure you boys are going to like it, but uh, Dennis Leamy joining the Leinster coaching staff.
3: Yeah.
2: Bit of a
1: scene. <laughs> not ideal.
3: Not ideal for the Munster diehards. Jason, you're probably struggling with that one, are you? No, I,
1: mean, look, I don't
2: mind it. like you want to read out the tweet there first? Yeah, the tax
1: expert says, Here, I cannot believe Dennis Leamy is with the, with the blue bloods. It should be with the reds. Monster uh, rugby. When I you don't think know. About That's that. really incredible. I mean,
2: like, for me, I, I think, you know, he's, he's making the most of the opportunities afforded him. Do you know, um, he was a good servant at Munster and fair play to him and I hope he does well.
3: Yeah, that's true. He is not a great coach. I've seen him he came to Rockwell College and he's yeah. he's done it all the way up. So he's an unbelievable coach. It's obviously hard to see him going up to the Blue of Leinster, but do you know what? Great coach and it's going to help Irish rugby in overall. So yeah, fair play to him.
1: And talking about Munster, news just in because we are recording this on a Sunday. They have beaten the Scarlets 43-13 with a bonus point win.
2: Unbelievable. Yeah, good win, but bad news from that game as well. RG Snyman. He's back out again with another oh. serious injury.
1: Actually,
3: catch uh, a break. Like, he lasted just saying? nine
2: minutes after coming on the second half replacement. Like, obviously, we don't know the extent of it. Um, Monterrey coach Johan van Grant says it's a significant injury and they're going to wait on
3: scans, oh, but no. that that's is just 13 months
2: out. He, he featured heavily on the show the last two weeks. Now, all of a sudden, he could be gone again. Yeah, and that's just he's an
3: incredible player. Well, hopefully, it's not too bad this time. Send him well wishes. Yeah.
1: So before we go, we are going to take a look at some other news from the rugby world outside the URC.
2: We're starting off there with the Champions Cup, yep. Um Some big matches there. Uh, round one is kicking off with Leinster versus Bath, Connacht versus Stade Francais, Clermont versus Ulster, Wasp versus Munster. Then in round two, we've got Ulster versus Northampton, Montpellier versus Leinster, Munster versus Cass and Leinster versus Connacht.
3: Some serious matchups there. When you get the French clubs involved, the rugby becomes really interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing those European Cup games. Definitely. Yeah, but another bit of interesting rugby uh, news is from the stormers Munster game last week when allegedly Niles Callan got bit. Yep. So Andre mm-hmm. Smith ended up getting an eight-match ban. Yep. And it was because he wasn't able to prove his innocence on the balance of probabilities rather than... Hit- just being innocent until proven guilty. So seems a bit like a uh, harsh there. But look, mm. he's eight match ban now, and um, probably d- deservedly so. They said they're going to appeal anyway, the summers, and they're probably going to appeal.
2: Did they, Let's be honest, yeah. But we we saw it. We we talked about it last mm. week in the show, and there was a bite mark, and it was a big deal. But yeah. look, if you can't prove it, prove it wrong. But uh, that's you know you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> Some other news from the twenty twenty three World Cup qualifiers: Uruguay beat USA, which is really surprising, yep. um, to qualify. Chile beat Canada. And Canada are out of the World Cup, that's wow. uh, which is huge. So now USA will face Chile for that last and final spot. That's
3: be,
2: big. That's a big deal there.
3: Like Canada. Be weird not sides. having USA in a World Cup, wouldn't yeah, it? that's a strange yeah, one. but that's good to see the South American one. teams doing well. Yeah, really. it is. Yeah. It is without a doubt. Yeah, it's Rugby's good. Uruguay's flourishing down there, and their seven teams are very good as well.
2: Yeah, sure. Lucky Uruguay they beat Fiji in the last World Cup. Like, so like, I mean, maybe it isn't that much. Of a surprise. they are coming along well. Yeah. But uh, let's—that's—that's that's all we've got time for. Um, good to end with a monster win, but bad to hear that news about Simon, I suppose.
3: Yeah, fingers crossed about Simon, but I really enjoyed the first show. It was great fun. Thanks for having me in and looking forward to the rest of the series. And I promise you, I won't wear my mask anymore. <laughs> Very good. How are you?
1: Thanks again to our partners, Bank of Ireland, proud sponsors of the four Irish provinces. Join us next week where we'll be taking on round four of the United Rugby Championships. See you then.
0: Joe presents House of Rugby. United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces.